Welcome to the Visible Coaches podcast. I'm Angela Durant and you'll meet Anka Herman a little later. Between us, we have 30 years of business experience. We've started and grown our businesses from nothing but an idea, learning to play to our strengths as introverts in what often feels like an extrovert world. If you have ever felt any resistance to how others tell you you have to market yourself or bear your soul on social media just to get clients, then this podcast is for you. We know the unique challenges that introverted coaches face when it comes to selling their services. So if you're ready to learn how to spot those golden opportunities right under your nose, clarify your message, nurture that market and get more business coming your way, all without sacrificing your energy levels or well-being, then plug your AirPods in and let's go. Well, welcome to the Visible Coaches podcast with Angela and Anna. Are you exhausted? Are you exhausted with the relentless nature of visibility, with all of the doing that there is to be done in your business to stay on top of things, keep relevant, posting, all of the different things that have to be done? When you get stuck in the messy middle, a couple of podcasts ago, we talked about the fuck it moment, (laughs) how important that was. Um, But there's a place where just at times... If you feel as if you are just exhausted and you just want to have a remote control on life that you could press pause with so that you could just get your head together and sort yourself out, but you know you can't because business keeps rolling, you need to keep the money rolling in, have to keep moving, can you already feel the relentless nature and the exhaustion of all of this doing that we have to do to build our businesses? Today, we're diving into that topic. I don't even know (laughs) sometimes when that exhaustion is going to hit me. That's where I want to start because sometimes you can be kind of rolling around, can't you, you know, anchor. You can be doing things and the next minute it's like you hit a brick wall. And sometimes it's kind of like, well, where did that come from? And sometimes you know that you're pushing way past those moments of stop and reflect and step back, etc. Um, so when have you found, like you've, you've spoken to so many of our clients and so many of your own clients and, and yourself, when have you noticed that exhaustion kind of creeping up to people? Yeah. Um, it creeps up regularly. <laughs> you know, it's like a little monkey that comes to visit every now and then. That's how I look at mine. It's like, oh, yeah, there you are. <laughs> you know, like, you know, and, and, and not necessarily welcome guests, but one that we get used to. And I think the exhaustion tends to happen when the level or the amount of effort we put into something seems ridiculously much bigger than the results we're getting back. Right. And I think that's why I always have my little, you know, like pet hate topic, because I find a lot of the time it isn't actually about the amount of work or the or the kind of progress we're making. It's about the expectation that, you know, an online marketing game gets get manipulated all the time, left, right and center, like. How often have you heard, oh, learn Spanish in 30 days, you know, build a business here, follow my proven success formula, it makes six figures in six weeks. Now, 
even if on a rational level you know that's not true, there's still, if it kind of, if you keep hearing it and you keep hearing it, it starts influencing what you and how you judge your progress, right? And there will be, so the moment you think you're doing more than you're doing, you like you're doing is at the level of, you know, when you run as fast as you can, and then like the destination, like the, 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 the finish line just keeps moving forward and somebody stands there and saying, hey, you're not running fast enough. You know, I think that's when the exhaustion kicks in, when the finish line feels too far away and it feels moving and you're already at maximum capacity and it's it feels like it's never enough. You know, and I think it feels is really, I think, the key word here because, you know what, when you really look at those moments a week before and the week after, you were just fine and <laughs> the finish line wasn't exactly the same place. You know, I think it's it's really helpful to recognize that we have good days and bad days and our mental space, we're sometimes up and we're sometimes down and we're going through that. I was called, to me, it looks like the energy wave, you know, and we're just kind of going through those motions and nothing, kind of nothing in, on the business side really changes, you know, and the experience of it can literally shift 180 degrees from one second to the next. So, which means like, oh yeah, I always say to people like, yeah, you know, you have a throwing the dummy out of the pram moment. Fine, okay, <laughs> let's just let it let it float through. It'll be fine because it's part of the game. It does not say anything about your progress, about your, you know, probability of success. It just doesn't mean anything like that, you know. And it's just a matter of. Yeah, you will be exhausted. And it does, but and also it does get easier. But I think the ease when everything is just running like a well-oiled machine, I think that comes a lot later in business than most people try and make you think. You know, I think uh, there's this, you know, there's this full Forbes article that is like, I don't know, 10, 15 years old, you know, where they say, well, you know, all overnight successes is just the market finally discovering a brilliant product or service that you know where the owner has been for years paddling like crazy you know <laughs> you know desperately trying not to give up you know so and I think it's actually and in my podcast I've always interviewed people about their entrepreneurial journey and every single one says oh everybody starts laughing right it's like oh yeah this was a lot longer and a lot more of a windy road than I ever expected and I think when you have a moment where for God's sake, I should be there by now and I'm exhausted and there's no end inside. That's when you have these moments where you kind of just feel exhausted. And the only advice I can give or the only thing that I always say to people, like sometimes it's like, take yourself, take the foot off the gas, gas, like give yourself a little break if you can. Sometimes you can't do that, you know, but I think the only, the only golden rule I have is like, well, I'm in my mind is like that. Don't make an important decision. Like, don't make drastic decisions because, you know, there's chances are you regret them. There's several things there that just really come to mind. I think it's really, you know, just let's just take 50 years ago, for instance. Nobody 50 years ago would have ever written, you need to have achieved your success within a certain amount of time. I, I don't even recall seeing things like that 50 years ago at all um you know I, I remember my mum 
finding my mum's woman and home magazine with like how to how to make sure your man's happy when he comes from the office in the 1950s you know like how things have changed in in society's marketing and perception of what is the done thing I think you know there's certainly for me I see an exhaustion in women that I've not seen before I think more women are starting businesses more women are trying to juggle family maybe caring for elderly parents still got kids at school uh, some of us are the main breadwinners in the family but I and and depending on our age actually there are different levels of physical changes and there I certainly notice you know I'm 54 <laughs> she says saying this as I've done this but I certainly notice I am not the same human that I was at 24. I'm not the same at all. My capacity for some things is far greater than it was at 24. My maturity to handle some of the things, the storms of life, as it were. You know, that's the thing that I'm hearing when you talk about the feelings, the up and down nature of it, etc. Is It's like some of the storms that are battling the UK at the moment and probably elsewhere. It's one minute we've got some cloud out the sky and some blue sky and the next minute, it is hammering down with rain. Now, I don't, you know, often want to go out when it's hammering down with rain, unless I really have to. Um, but there is this, there is an understanding that we do have weather and we have consistent weather. Emotions, though, are played with. They're played with in the marketplace. They're played with by how much we have our own inner critic telling us that we're not measuring up enough to everybody else's standards um we need to drop that one um i'm still working on it <laughs> and i think the the idea of i think the importance of self-care and also the idea of self-care i'm just going to dive in here and say he's, i don't always think he's helpful because sometimes there's an idea of self-care that's completely about stepping off the gas completely fully and I see people that do that but then they can't get the business going or they can't keep things going they can't get the starting point and every time there's a there's more weather or more tiredness or more exhaustion it's back off there have been times when I've recognized being in burnout and wanting to give up and at the same time, something has shifted. Maybe, as you say, a dog walk, something stepping up just for five minutes, a different shift in the perception of thought. And the next minute, the energy is there again or the energy has moved. So for me, a lot of this exhaustion is, I have to sometimes work out, is this a real physical thing or is this because I've stressed myself so much that I am mentally tired? Because it either has, sometimes it can have a, an effect on how I'm showing up in my business, I think. But as you were saying, it has no correlation between my future, what the market will and won't buy, who's ready for my services and who's not, etc. And actually, I'm just going to kind of say this, because when I started the Visible Club, which is our community, um, in 2020, in the lockdown, the reason that I started it was was the understanding of isolation and the exhaustion that comes when we're isolated, when we think we're not making enough progress, where we haven't got a support system around us. And many people 
don't have family and friends that understand that they are trying to get a business together because they might have a job or they think that the venture isn't working. They get scared that you're not going to make it work. You get scared. And the next minute, we are listening to a whole bunch of voices. And that that leads to some level of mental stress because Bill, there's a, a Bill Pettit, Dr. Bill Pettit, who is a renowned psychiatrist um, in the field of three principles psychology, has often said that the only there's only one cause of you know uh, of every problem, and that is mental stress, which is really interesting, considering we've been trying to deal with mental stress for a heck of a long time with about six hundred modalities of psychology in the marketplace. But the bit that I just want to draw attention to that I heard you saying was, I think we have to know the difference between what the weather is, the feelings, the weather, and and where the business actually is and where the business isn't, and how that we can affect it because we'll show up dependent on the weather sometimes or not the weather. But it has no bearing on actually what's actually going on. It does. It's no indicator of it, but it can certainly influence how we're showing up in it. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah, I used to, you know, and sometimes I think it's just if you allow yourself to be a like to be an observer of your own experience. You know, I remember doing a video. Uh, it was July, early July, because I always had in my sewing business crazy season was always until the last week of June, you know. So you know, I would work like crazy hours, <laughs> uh, nonstop since February. So basically, come July, I was like exhausted every time, you know. And just like the, I always felt like that marathon runner, you know. The moment you're over the finish line, I was literally every, and I kind of the first year I was like, oh my god, I've lost my mojo. Like I just hate the idea of even going into the sewing studio, you know. And then I I realized, well, okay, you know, I don't know. Sometimes a few days later, sometimes I had two weeks of that, but there was always that moment where it's like, oh. Let me, you know, and it was bad. It was bad, right? And so I could see it. And then you start observing the pattern. It's like, oh, isn't that funny? Like every time in that moment of physical exhaustion, my mojo <laughs> seems to go out of the window. And every single time, you know, the less you stress about it, the quicker it comes back, right? So, and I think it's literally, that's where I think the, 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 the key is to understand that, to understand, like, to understand that difference between like, yeah, your feelings, the way you feel things, it's it's influenced by what's on your mind. You know, and you're going to have days where you kind of feel, oh boy, I'll never make it. And you'll have the next day where you think, oh my God, this is amazing and anything in between. You know, and I think the more you see that that's not got anything to do with what's actually going on, I think that allows you to like, oh, not take it that seriously. Right. And if you don't take it that seriously, it's like, oh, yeah, there we go. And you just let it because you don't try and change it because now it will change the outcome of your your, your efforts. You know, you can just like, all right, you know, monkey mind, like little monkey is a little busy today. And you can just let it be that little monkey won't hang around for that long. You know, and that's where it becomes interesting in a sense, because you can move, you know, through those low. Like, I think you do 
sit in the low moments longer if you yeah. really stress about them, if you then start to worry and you add more busy mind thinking on top of it, because you kind of now have all these worst case scenarios yeah. of what that means. Yeah, I think th the thing that just kind of hit me was just how much language out there is is almost exhausting language. And I actually, for one, have just even on the middle of this podcast, have decided to avoid certain things that I'm hearing out in the marketplace. I'm going to avoid, now this might be controversial, um, but I can say it because I've been, you know, I've been close to it several times, but I'm actually going to avoid the words burnout. Because when you think of something that's burnt out, like a car, for instance, a car that's burnt out is completely irreparable. There's there's no way you can bring that car back at all. You know, it's burnt out. So its material is gone and there is nothing to come back at all from it. You know, you cannot bring a new car back from something that's completely burnt out. And I think that language is really dangerous for a human being. And I've never seen it until in the middle of this podcast, because why it's dangerous for a human being is it's it, it can keep you really in a place where everything that you are need to do that needs energy can almost remind you that if you step too far, if you do too much, you're going to get burnt out. You're going to get burnt out. You're going to get burnt out again. And you can't go that far because it's going to it's going to destroy you or hurt you. And none of that is true. None of that is true, because it's amazing what good food, good sleep, good company and as you say, is understanding that the mind's thoughts are like weather. And this might feel really controversial for anybody listening. Um, and you may even turn us off and go, I don't agree with you. That's absolutely fine. But for me, I am going to avoid the word burnout because there's nothing true for me. I, as a human being, I am not burnt out. There is, there's no part of me that even when I feel tired, even when I feel in my lowest moments, even when I'm staying in those lowest moments and just, you know, mushrooming my thinking and making myself feel even worse, there's nothing about that that doesn't leave as soon as I see the truth of it. We as human beings are not burnt out. We might be tired. We might be insecure. We might be fearful. We might misunderstand what the heck is going on in the problems that, you know, we might misunderstand our own capabilities of moving it, but we are not burnt out. So I would advise you on this podcast, she says controversially, to choose some words that you have might have been listening to that are contributing to your feelings of more tiredness, more insecurity, more fear, more triggers, more exhaustion. And I would maybe encourage you to just see if the real meaning behind them and is it helpful? Or does it keep you right back, going back around in circles, just feeling more tired and more fearful and more scared of taking a step forward? Because we're always going, while we're living, we're doing. While we're living, we're being. There's not a moment until we're not here that there isn't the capacity to get up Look after yourself, serve the world, keep going, move forward, connect with somebody who cares for you, who can encourage you. There is an infinite opportunity for you to pick yourself up and to become more anti-fragile. And I think 
having certain words that you are afraid of happening. As soon as you are afraid of certain words happening in your life, they have the power over you. You need the power over them. And so I want to leave you with that thought that if you feel exhausted with all the doing, that you'll check out which things that you're listening to, which words that you find you're worried about happening and saying, and you look at the truth behind those and see they are nothing more than a thought. And you don't have to pay attention to them, just like you don't have to pay attention to the weather. Anka, any final thoughts? I think any time there's a sense of exhaustion, because I, you know, I was just thinking like what popped to mind was that when you, you know, when you're in creative flow, when you're in flow, you can do an awful lot of stuff, and you don't ever feel drained. You never feel tired when you're tired. When you feel exhausted, it's like okay. So what are you worried about? What are you stressed about? What are you preoccupied with? And question that. And until next time, take care. Take care. Thanks for tuning in to the Visible Coaches podcast. If you've ever felt the pressure to market yourself in ways that don't align with your true nature, this podcast is your sanctuary. If you've enjoyed what you've heard so far, make sure to subscribe to the Visible Coaches podcast on your favorite platform. And we would really be grateful if you could leave us a review. Your feedback means the world to us and it helps us reach more introverted coaches like you. To grab this episode's free resource, visit thevisiblecoachespodcast.com now. That's thevisiblecoachespodcast.com. Let's continue to embrace our introverted strength, create meaningful connections, and make waves in the coaching world. Until next time.